Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the UI Buzz podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Widom. You can find me at peterwidom.com. In this episode, I am going to talk about dealing with the problem of new frameworks and tools popping up every week and how you can deal with that and the best ways to survive. So we live in a time when software development tools are rapidly evolving, and this is both a positive and negative impact to us as developers. If you look at the web development, for example, there's always that joke about what new JavaScript framework has been released this week. And the problem with that as well is there are also so many mature stacks that people are using, and they suddenly feel this pressure to stop using them and start using the new ones. And that's probably not the best approach when it comes to products that you have either currently in development or out there in production, especially out there in production. So there can be this problem of which one do you use? I don't think there's a definitive answer to that question, but here are some tips from me to surviving the fear of missing out on the new frameworks and screwing up things that you may be working on. So for production, use a stack or framework that is both mature and you're familiar with. Because when everything goes wrong, you need to know that you'll be able to reach out to a pretty good sized community with plenty of resources out there to hopefully solve your production problems quickly and reliably. Because the last thing you need is for production to go down and be down for a long time. And if you're using cutting edge or new frameworks, this may be a problem that you were not aware of and now you're stuck with it because it's out there in production, and what do you do, for example, if there is no solution right now? Maybe something in the framework's not working the way it's supposed to. If it's open source, you could dive in there and fix that problem, and then, of course, do the right thing and contribute that back to the source code in open source for everybody else. But that's going to, again, all take time, and meanwhile, your production is down, you're probably going to have clients screaming at you, you may even have loss of revenue. This is not a good situation. Next up is to avoid cutting edge releases and jumping on the everyone is using it bandwagon, as I call it. This is another surefire way to encounter problems at the most inconvenient times, like I just said, in production. Plus, you really don't want to upset those customers, right? And you need to be working on stuff for the next release or bug fixes, whatever it may be. But you do not need to be sitting there trying to solve these cutting edge problems just so you can turn around and say you used the new fancy X framework. Now, don't get me wrong. It is fine to embrace and try out new frameworks and tools, but make sure you put them in that what I call the just playing around bucket for now until you're comfortable with them or they're stable and mature enough. For example, I lived through the Swift versions one to three years where there was nothing but constant change and breaking changes. And whilst this was painful and I certainly didn't use Swift in production at that time, I was able to work through those changes, rewrite entire code bases with those breaking changes when the new versions came out. All of this had no impact on anything in production or projects that were currently in the works. So that plan worked out, and I think that's a good approach to take. If you really feel you must use the new hotness, then do it sparingly and gradually, like I just said. As developers, we think nothing of rewriting from the ground up, but stop and look at the time and resources that we're using when we do that. It doesn't seem like anything to us to spend a night rewriting a code base, but try to look at it from a project management approach. There are other things you should be doing. There's probably things like bugs or features that need to be taken care of instead of rewriting the code base. 
And this is something that as you become a senior developer, you really start to think about more. And, you know, this is an approach that I recommend, especially to new developers, people new to development who just think that they need to jump from one thing to the next. And this is really not the way to do it. There's the learning side, and then there's the actual getting the work done side. And so try and put this stuff in that play around bucket where you can look at these new things without the fear of having to fix something like I've said in previous tips. An example of gradually moving to an updated framework is React, something that I'm by far not an expert at, but I have been recently converting a React native application from the class-based approach to what they now recommend, which is the this recommended functional approach. Now, thankfully, I was able to do that over time and plan it out over multiple releases with still having a product that not only would build, but was shippable. And that's a really good example of just planning ahead and saying, okay, I either I've got to do some of this or I want to do some of this, but I can plan it out over time without the any breaking changes and possibility of hitting something in production that's going to cause me a problem. And then finally, as you look at new technologies, document everything you discover. You will thank yourself later when you need to remember something. Personally, I take the developer journal approach. That's why I started the blogging years ago on peterwidham.com, because not only is it an online reference for myself as I learn and discover these things, but it's also amusing when you do a Google search for something and you find your own blog posts coming up in the results and you realize, oh, I totally solved this problem and forgot about it. And it's a little embarrassing, but at least it serves to justify the reason that I say document everything as you discover, the pros and the cons and the things that you screw up and the things that you fix and get right, because you will thank yourself later on. And in all likelihood, the rest of the development communities will thank you as well as I've experienced. And there's no more satisfaction than being able to solve a problem for someone else. And it lives out there forever. I'd love to get some feedback and thoughts from you on this. This is a difficult topic and it's something that I think is worth talking about. And I hope that it's got you thinking about how you deal with this. And maybe you're realizing that some of the problems you have is because you do jump to these new things too quickly. And again, with the new something coming out every week, you're always going to have this problem, right? So why not leave a comment over on peterwilliam.com? I'll put a link in the show chapters if your podcast player supports it. And I'll also put a link in the show notes. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Let's help each other improve and move forward together. That's it. I will see you in the next episode.